If today was the last day of your life, would you want to do what you're about to do today? Hey Weekend Hunters, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Art of Photography podcast where you will learn, inspired, and fall in love with photography all over again. So, my name is the Weekend Hunter Stanley and I am very, very excited to bring to you this very first episode of podcast. So, forgive me for the imperfection because, hey, this is the first time I'm doing it and you know, if I do such a good job right now, I'm going to be struggling to try to top this one out. So maybe it's a good thing for myself. Um, yeah, so I just want to talk to you. I want to share with you why I put together this podcast. Um, this podcast is mainly going to be around the art of photography and why we love photography so much. Um, I think in this very difficult time, um, a lot of people need hopes and need more positivity in their life um, you know all we need to do is to put so much positive things out there that we smother those negative things that is happening around the world right now um, you know at the end of the day photography has made me happy has transformed my life and um, I want to share that with you so the different things that I will cover in um, this podcast is um, things that you can learn from, the things that you can improve your photography with, um, some tics, tips and tricks and so forth. Um, because at the end of the day, if you are doing well in photography, the chances are you will enjoy it. Um, then I want to share with you some of my journey, my travel, my adventure. So I, so is other people's adventures to bring you an inspiration and a motivation for you to get go out there to shoot more and to appreciate the beauty all around us. And lastly, I will bring out a lot of different um, people or, well, mostly photographers to share with you their passion in photography, you know, photography is such a a, a wide um, niche, um, you know, um, from abstract to um, illustrative to wildlife to sports to actions. So, um, I would love to um, share um, all of that with you um, from my guests, and hopefully they can. Um, show you a little bit about what they're passionate about and why they're passionate about that particular part of photography. Alright, so let's jump into today's podcast. Um, so today's podcast, um, I want to talk to you, um, I want to share with you my journey, um, how I fell in love with photography and how photography have transformed my life. Um, I remember in my bathroom mirror i i used to have steve jobs quote um if if today was the last day of your life would you want to do what you're about to do today i used to wake up and i used to look at that quote every single day and actually i would read it out loud and for the longest time the answer was no um and you know over time, I started changing the way I um, do things, the way I approach things, and I always think back to that to that quote, and I always think, okay, if this was um, last day of my life, what would I like to do more? And 
you know, slowly but surely that started to change. So for those of you who haven't met me yet, um, my name is Stanley Arianto. Um, I was born in Indonesia and I moved to Los Angeles two years for um, middle school in Venice Beach, actually very close to Venice Beach, um, Mark Twain Middle School. And it was a pretty cool time. I really love it. Um, that's how I got into skateboarding and um, that's kind of how um, where my passion for um, snowboarding kind of come from. So from there, I went back to Indonesia in Bandung. It's a capital city of West Java. Um, and after I finished my high school, I went to Australia to study uh, mechanical engineering. At that time, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but engineering was kind of make sense. You know, I like cars, I like mechanical stuff, and I thought, well, en mechanical engineering is kind of, you know, in that path. So it was one of the reasons why I chose it. And um, actually, the biggest reason why I chose it, uh, because back then I wanted to do so many things. I wanted to do political science, I wanted to do psychology, I wanted to do architecture. Uh, but engineering was actually the shortest amount of times you need to study to get the most um, amount of pay at the end of, the, of that um, bachelor degree yeah so all we need is four four years and we are an engineer well as you know an architecture and a psychology they have to do um, apprenticeship and internship and um, you know master degrees and so forth so um, yeah, at, at the end of that, um, I thought, um, you know, I thought I do engineering. I was never really a good student, actually. I was uh, used to skip class all the time and don't tell my, my mom and dad because they might be, they might, they won't be happy about this. But my friends would know because I would ask my friend to um, um, sign in for me when they go to, uh, to lecture. Um, so kids, if you're at home, don't follow me. Go to school, go to your lecture and yeah, um, get better at it. But um, yeah, I I managed to to pass engineering. Um, <laughs> I barely passed engineering. Actually, the last one of the last exam I got forty nine, which technically failed, but they <laughs> pumped me up to fifty and give me a conce considered pass. I think that's what they call it. And yeah, it was uh, so that's that's how I got through my bachelor degrees. And when I as soon as I graduated, I I was looking for a job for a few months and it was hard to come by you know um, one of the reason why I took engineering in Australia was um, the, the mining sector at that time was booming so everyone says ah, you you know as soon as you before you graduate you have like a whole bunch of offer and then you know I was like oh, that sounds great um, anyway I couldn't find any job so what I have done was um, I applied for master's degree and you know I don't know if I was gonna be accepted because I wasn't such a good student but I managed to get in um, so luckily um, halfway through my master's degree I have got an offer from one of the aluminium company in Australia man you have no idea how happy I was um, you know um, I when I got the call, it was so weird because I didn't even know what's there, uh, you know, who who they are. And um, the only thing that I asked them was like, um, "You guys gonna send me a confirmation letter, right?" And then they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll send you a confirmation letter with all this." So I was like, "Sweet," because I did not know who they are, where they, where, uh, what's their address, and so forth. Um, but long story short, that's how I get to engineering. 
Now, um, when I get to when I started my um, my role as an engineer, I I actually really enjoy it. Um, you know, it was a different role like any other engineering. I don't sit behind a computer all day. I actually get out there. I get to see like massive massive um, you know mechanic stuff that went wrong that get ripped apart it, it was actually pretty cool um, so I was quite happy then and uh, for a little while life was great um, you know it was perfect I got I got a great job I got a good life um, you know good disposable income and the turning point was when I had a bad breakup with my girlfriend at the time um, you know it was uh, it was really weird looking back. It was like it's not really that big of a deal, but that was probably one of the hardest time of my life. Probably not because of the experience that I've gone through, but because I don't know how to deal with it. Um, you know, long story short, um, I was trying to get out. I was trying to run away. I was just like, man, like I need to do something different. And traveling was. Um, one of the thing that you know like running away jump on a plane and tra travel was one of the thing that I, I I did um at that time my my grandma was um, um my grandma birthday was coming up and I thought well I'll spare an extra days or a couple of days in Bali um I've got a few friends there so it was kind of like it was good I get to see them um at the same time when they're at work I get to um do my own thing meeting new uh, new friends make new friends um and do different things that give me a different experience and that was how I fell in love with travel believe it or not I used to hate traveling I feel like it was a waste of time and money I used to always want you know the only thing that I want in life was having a nice car a nice house a good job that was that was that was the goal uh, but you know I fell in love with with travel and um, yeah, I, you know, a weekend trip in Bali turned into 10 days in Japan and eventually I went for five week um, trips. Uh, we call it the road to Oktoberfest. Um, it was it was a pretty cool trip. Um, so I went with a couple other mates there and at that time, during my travel, I would take photo with my phone just to document my travel, travel, you know, like, it's like, oh, I went to Vietnam and you got this scooter with this massive thing behind there's you know massive tank behind their back and they're like just taking that from one face to another you know the, the things that you don't get to see in uh, in Australia right um, so that was pretty cool um, you know just document that thing and um, and tr share it with your friends and family um, but when I go to Europe you know it was it was a longer um, trip and I thought okay well I want to take this a little bit seriously. I want to I want to think about a photo that I take and take a better photo because I realized that you know um, out of the you know five hundred or six hundred or even few thousands photos that I took, um, there was only a few that's great. So I was like you know like it's great that I get to capture all this scenery or memory, um, you know snapshot of my travel, but they don't really. Um, do its justice it didn't really um translate the experience that i had the the stories that i was um you know that i get to see the story that i want to um share um so i brought a pocket um camera a g12 it captured raw files so it was it was pretty good at that time um i've got my gopro and a couple other um um action camera and actually that was the very first time i took photography seriously um 
the first day we got there uh, or maybe it was the second day we got to london we got into the hostel and i remember um at night time i took my pocket camera um rented this like bicycle on the side of the road and just start riding around town um i didn't even have a, ca a, a tripod back then so what i did was uh i would i would put my camera either on a like you know anything like um, a rubbish bin or um you know a ledge or a, a bridge and i would like stuff my wallet stuff a coin just to try to make it even yeah those was a it was a good good time but that was the spark of um you know photography um because after that trip i was like wow you know like the photo that i actually put an effort in i get to enjoy it more i i had the pride to share it with my friends and family and they can actually see and understand the experience or you know part of the experience that i was going through and i thought that was that was great so um the next trip i had planned was to go to the middle east that was the um, africa in europe and then go to middle east jordan um in um yeah next to um israel there so this time i thought okay i wanna i wanna take my photography to the next level um you know my dad loved photography and the funny thing is i always stay out from um from what he you know every time he tried to teach me or every time he talked photography i was just staying out of it i was like you know what it's it's too expensive it's too bulky it's impractical i don't i don't think i will get into that i don't even want to know so funnily enough even though my dad loved like photography i actually never picked a thing from him uh you know until i started um taking this photography seriously so I borrowed my dad um, just an entry-level mirrorless. It was um, it was pretty good mirrorless, but it was quite old at that time. Um, it was the Olympus EPL5. Um, so he let me borrow that, and he let me borrow his 5D Mark III and the lenses. I thought it was like ah, 5D is massive, and I don't really want to break it. It's expensive, so I brought the five, um, the EPL5. Um, you know, I take a lot of more effort. I take my time. I compose. I think about what I was gonna shoot during that trip, and as a result, I've got a lot, a lot better success capturing, um, you know, a better photo or a photo that actually represent um, the experience and the beauty that I was um, experiencing that day. Um, anyway, that was kind of the biggest turning point because. Um, um, that time just before the trip i saw this photo of of a milky way really nice composition um i wish i would have uh, saved that photo because that was definitely one thing that really changed um, my that turnaround my life for photography so um so i got when i go to morocco we start traveling take a photo and one of uh, my friend um who's on the trip or someone um my friend who i met on the trip um show me another photo of the milky way and i was like yeah i know i want to be able to take photo like that and that was it you know like um that was that was that was my motivation i knew i want to i want to be able to do that and the other thing that really really pushed me was that i made um a travel photographer who also he just quit he just left his job um his name is jonah gray so look it up his photos are amazing um but yeah he's he's 
probably a few years in front of me he had you know a lot more experience he um he had um traveled a little bit more and he actually had um left his job at that time while i'm still um you know working full time so when i got back i was happy i was able to capture more great photos um something that actually represent the, the beauty you know um, we went to the sahara desert and it was so beautiful and i was glad i was be i was able to capture a, a portion of that and um went to petra which was just incredible um but i feel like there's something missing it's just not good enough um you know so I took my dad's 5D Mark III at that time, um, and I was just walking around the city. Um, I remember I went to a popular place to shoot, which is the Bell Tower in, in Western Australia. I took my first shot, and I was just, man, I am sold. I want to take photo, and I want this camera to capture this photo. So that was my inspiration and my motivation to get to it. It wasn't really that you know at that time i wasn't even thinking about um traveling full-time as a photographer but i was just i want to be able to capture more photo like this i was i was i felt like i have achieved something you know um i was so proud of myself and from that day forward photography has given me a little bit more purpose in my life um you know i would um at that time, you know, before that, I was, I was really, it was really hard to wake up to go to work. Um, and when, after this day, I would woke up half an hour on an hour earlier to go to a different spot for sunrise before I would go to work. And after work, I would go to a different spot and capture more sunset. Sometimes I'm not back home until nine. And if you look at some of my um, storm chasing in Perth, um, I actually was up until like 3 o'clock in the morning and I had like 2 hours sleep um, where I need to drive an hour and a half the next day to the refinery. So yeah, that, that, was, that was the very beginning um, journey of um, my love for photography and how it started to transform my, uh, my life. It had given me purpose. Um, you know, since then on forward, um, travel was much more enjoyable because it, it become more pur purposeful you know i want to not only see the beauty that um, the world has to offer but i want to capture them and i want to share them and inspire others i want to be that photo that inspired me to uh, to pick up this camera and take a better photo right and that was the big thing for me um so after that trip you know i know i wanted to uh, pursue this further um at this time i made my my um you know further along the line i made my decision that i was gonna quit my job uh, because i want to travel not necessarily to to become a photographer but i just want to travel i want to see more of the world because you know quite frankly if i were staying um stay in engineering i won't have the time to see what or an experience the thing that i want to see and experience um in my lifetime and one thing that really tires me um you know working for uh, corporate everything was driven by money and even though you're passionate about uh, a different niche in that in that work as a mechanical engineer more often than not i would not be able to work on that particular project because i was needed elsewhere elsewhere which you know i understand that's how how, uh, how the company works right 
um, but at the same time that wasn't how I envisioned my life to be so I rented my house um, I have you know um, Tim Ferriss book to thank me for this um, the four-hour work week because he said you know I know you're scared but all you have to do is try it out so that's how I how I did it I tried you know um, 10 days five weeks and so forth and also he say you know list everything that you're scared of and think about what's the worst that could happen and when I did that I was like you know what I'll be fine <laughs> so yeah long long story short um, um I was hesitating to leave my job it was scary to leave um, a, a safe um, monthly income um, but my um, roommate and my friend at that time, Megan, she would be angry if she heard this and uh, I, I call her a roommate. Um, but yeah, Megan would say, you know, like, um, you should do it. Like, you know, you should just go and do it. And I was like, oh, I had a whole bunch of excuses. Um, at that time, I was, I was about two hour, two two years away from my uh, long service leave, and I was like, maybe I should wait for this. Like, you know what? The time is not worth it. You should do it now. Anyway, long story short, I was there. I was um, giving my resignation letter to my um, my boss, and the day I left the refinery, I flew to Indonesia, and I spent. Um, I spent four months in Indonesia and sorry two months in Indonesia and I travel all around Australia it was 40,000 kilometers around Australia in four months and it was great it was one of the best time of my life and during that time I was able to capture a photo of my dream you know um, the photo that I, I was always envisioning that I was like okay I want to be able to take a photo like that and I was actually able to capture that photo and yeah 2018 was a was a uh, interesting year because um even though i got i got two awards that year and the two awards was the photo that was i really dream of um you know before the trip i knew um where i need to go and i knew the type of photo that i want to get um but this, at the same times i was i almost left um photography back to engineering because I was also frustrated you know I, I submitted a whole bunch of my photo to competition I was I spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars um, for that to get um, recognition and also to understand that I was on the right path but out of all that it was only two that I got back so I was I was quite scared um, you know but that was the year of my transformation um, I actually reached out to one of the winner and then he shared me a few words of his wisdom and it was the time where I understand that photography is not about your camera it's not about capturing other people uh, vision but um, you know at that time I used to look at Instagram and I used to go it's like okay I'm gonna go there I want to take photo exactly like this you know this is amazing but photography is more than that photography is about expressing yourself um, you know it's the freedom that you get you can take any kind of photos what would you take anyone else photo you know uh, same with life you know if you can live your own life what would you leave uh, what would you um, live a life of someone else right so ever since then um, you know Instagram was no longer um, an example but it's more of an inspiration 
I would look at the places that I would visit. I would look at the photos, and I was like, okay, these are great. So the first thing I would do get there is like, I would take a photo exactly like it, and then the next thing is like, how can I make this different and better? And ever since that, my you know, I, I was able to get to go from two awards to twenty three awards um in two thousand and nineteen. So it was it was a big big change in in my photography journey. Um, but you know, I started this journey because I wanted to travel more and I wanted to. Um, take more of a great photo right um, but that kind of transformed when I got to Lake Louise um, you know I work in this um, in this photography store and um, I had to do like photo lesson and that really sparked my interest um, in um, teaching people and I knew I, I wanted to teach more from my days um, as a consultant of um, business improvement because at that time I had to um, teach people and I, I would have to mentor mentor them on the new system um, the business change and so forth and I, I love that I love being able to inspire people um, to improve their life I feel like I am making an impact in this world so that's where I changed my mindset about um, you know photography I no longer only want to take great photos, but I want to inspire others. I want to motivate others. I want to help other people to take beautiful photos too. Because the great thing about photography is everyone have different perspective. Everyone have different um, vision and have different eyes. Um, you know, so even though we go to the same place, the photo that can that come out from two different person's camera could be totally different and that really excites me. I like how to see other people's um, perspective and learn from that. You know, what what can I take from that? You know, what am I missing? How can I um, um, improve my photography from that different perspective? Um, what can I learn from that? So, so yeah. So here I am right now, um, standing in uh, or sitting in front of you. Um, you know, sharing and trying to help other people to get better in photography and I think my ultimate goal is you know along along my my journey as a photographer um, I started photography because I love taking photo I love the the feeling um, to be able to capture a great photo but eventually that kind of shifted because of the era of social media and the status quo and I was pressed and I was pushed to capture this um what do you call it like um you know this popular instagram photos and for a reason there i kind of lose my passion and i was just trying to take more of this instagram liked photos right and in that 2018 that, that's where like the, the the shift was back on was i realized that you know i take photo for myself not for these people if they like it that's great if not there is um it's not worth for me to sacrificing my joy in my life for photography just to get the likes so i really shifted a lot from that and in this um in this series of podcasts um you know in this the podcast of the art of photography i want to do just that i want to show you that you don't have to follow other people's path. You can follow your own path. You have 
a great perspective, a great vision. And, you know, even though in the beginning, I absolutely agree, um, you might need to follow other people's path first before you can find your own style. But you will need to outgrow that. Um, you know, I would love to see your new perspective, a different one, even though people say it's, it's you know, it doesn't look great. Well, you know, who are they to say that, right? Um, at the end of the day, photography is an art. And, you know, art is about interpretation. And I think it's it would be very sad if, um, you know, an interpretation of art um, is, uh, or put into one category of what's good and what's bad. So this is why I do this podcast and this is how I want to be able to, to help you to learn to take better photos, but more importantly, to inspire you and to motivate you to become a photographer of who you are, to be able to express yourself and tell your story to a photo photography. You know, I will be here to mentor you to um, you know, teach you the technical details, but at the end of the day, this is just a tool. I want you to be able to express yourself through this tool. Um, yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode, and if you do enjoy um, this episode, please leave a comment and subscribe. Um, let me know which part of this um, of my journey uh, resonates with you and which part um, you feel could help you fall in love with photography as well you know or fall in love with photography further I suppose because if you are here I know you already um, you already find out that photography brings you happiness all right so um, yeah um, this episode will be released every single uh, every week on Tuesday and on the very odd week, I might release a second episode. But I am excited to have you here, and thanks a lot for listening. Um, and I can't wait to see you again next week.
to um you know to to get to where you are right now in a nutshell yeah wow that's yeah that's a really good really good question once again stanley i think um what would i tell myself you know when i started photography i started going full-time almost overnight in 2009 or so i dropped everything and decided to go for it um i think as much as i was very lucky with my trajectory in the sense that i within a year the first within the first year things went well some things fell on my lap some things were the result of hard work um but i never had to go back to other types of work and i didn't have to be on the fence for for at all really i just jumped right into it but i would say um it's going to go back to some of what we said where just just try to remember why you got into it in the first place when you get overwhelmed and you realize that there's that voice inside you telling you you're doing it for the wrong reasons slow things down just just um just halt things completely and think about okay do you know how do i fix the trajectory that i'm on if you feel like you're in a point you're in a position where it sounds like you've been to where you're purely creating for the masses and you're it's not a personal endeavor anymore then it's time to readjust the target right um and i think that's such an easy especially in these days with social media and all that it's such an easy uh trap to fall into as photographers so it and it's always it's an ongoing battle you're always battling that desire to please the public and all that and you always have that that you know the little angel the little demon on the two shoulders and it's like oh should i just am i pressing the shutter a hundred percent for myself or a hundred percent for the public or is it somewhere halfway halfway in there on the spectrum but bottom line is i think there there always has to be that consistency of of creating for yourself it's a cliche but it has to be there throughout to some extent for things to work out um so i would tell people just whenever you feel like don't try not to lose sight of what got you excited about photography in the first place and chances are it's not because you wanted to uh you wanted to be popular you know um you probably left that at high school it was another reason that got you into photography in the first place um and and i think part of another thing i would tell myself is just try not to be too scattered try not to do it all it's very tempting especially when you start you want to say yes to absolutely everybody who comes knocking and i did that for a few years and i ended up just feeling so scattered and doing a lot of things um you know okay but not not really becoming really good at one thing so my advice to anybody starting and that's true from a business perspective as well as for people who don't have no interest in making money out of their image is just just focus on one or two fields or one or two uh, streams of revenue and really get after it be you know put put all your effort into those things until you feel like you 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 handle them really well and they're well oiled machines and then go on and tackle something else and then by all means then for us has been crucial through covid and stuff then diversify um so many photographers have their eggs in one basket um and i would say 
I never want to be in that position. It's way too volatile an industry to have all your eggs in one basket. So I would recommend start with a couple streams of income whenever when you feel like your ROI is really good and you're doing those things with your eyes closed and they're really well oiled machines then maybe once a year add one stream of income one stream of revenue and 10 years down the road you find yourself with in a situation where it's okay if two or three things um, two or three streams of of uh, revenue just tank because you've got those other five that are going okay that are, are making up for it and, you, and it, you're not losing sleep over it. I think diversifying the way that you do photography um, will be the way to go in the foreseeable future because, you know, it's, and that's, that makes it such an exciting time to do photography, especially people who want to do photography as a, as a side income or full-time job is there's just so many ways to make it work in 2020, so many different ways. Um, and I keep seeing photographers come up with new creative ways to generate income, especially, especially COVID has been amazing for that. Um, and so I think, um, I, I think it's, 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 it's a good thing that we have just so many ways that we can make it work as photographers without having to commit to one stream of income and then just bank everything on that. So that would be my other advice to myself would be, just don't be too scattered at the beginning and then just gradually add uh, the other items as, as you manage, you start to figure out that you manage the rest really, really well. And you got a good handle on things. Yeah, that's great. Um, I think it, that's not only applied to business also with uh, photography. Um, I think, you know, if you could, especially for those of you kind of just start, I think if you could focus on one skill instead of trying to do a whole lot of things, I think you will get there a lot faster, you know, um multitasking is not a thing <laughs> it's it's what people say but it actually doesn't work um so yeah it, that's that's a great advice um both for photography and also for business side um well thanks a lot Paul. like um it's it's been amazing and um you know the the inspiration and the story that you 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 share today here i'm sure is going to be an inspiration to the listeners and um hopefully push the listeners to go out there um I know you've got you've managed a lot of um, Facebook groups, and I follow a lot of your Facebook groups. Every single one of them always inspires people to get out there, and it's, it's one of the the reason why um, you know I want you to be here. Um, but look, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it, and I'm sure our listeners too. Um, where where can we find you? Where can the listener find you for those of you who want to learn um, who want to learn a little bit more about yourself and um, what you do and also some of your stunning photos. Uh, thanks, Stanley. I mean, I'm easy to find online. I'm at Paul Ziska Photography, uh, pretty much. Uh, uh, yeah, every Paul Ziska Photography on Facebook. Uh, the website is ziska.ca, Z-I-Z-K-A.ca. That's where all the workshops are listed, the books, the print information. I've got business course on there. Uh, we talked a lot about business. Um, a lot, a few different courses on there. So everything is on the website. Uh, what I consider to be my best work from over the years, my favorite images are on there as well. You can also follow uh, lots of people like Instagram, Twitter. I'm at uh, Paul Ziska Photo on there. So I'd love to interact with you on there. And uh, yeah, otherwise, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm easy to find, easy to reach via email. If anybody has questions, I do my very best to get back to everyone. And so, uh, yeah, drop me a line if, uh, if you feel I can assist with anything. 
And um, yeah, it, it, it's been an amazing discussion, Stanley. I think we touched on a lot of great, important topics. Uh, given we just had an hour to work with, I think we covered a lot of ground. And uh, yeah, I'm very thankful for the opportunity. I, it was really a pleasure and I appreciate all the thoughtful questions. Ah, that's great. Um, yeah, look, uh, it, was, it was definitely a, a really good um, conversation. Um, you know, not only the listeners, I was learning a lot from that. So <laughs> thank you for your um, wisdom and also your knowledge there. But yeah, look, um, thanks a lot, um, Wicked Hunters. And um, we're going to wrap this up. Um, you know, I'm sure Paul's just going to have a lot of other things um, and uh, take care of his children and also his business side of things and also go out there and shoot more so that you could be more inspired. But thanks a lot for tuning in, for listening in. And yeah, look, um, don't forget to subscribe and um, check out Paul Ziska's link. And I will put the link to all the links on the comment. So if you... Um, can't find it on the website which i highly don't you know i highly doubt it all you have to do is just type in polls this guy it'll be everywhere but it will be there for you so um thanks a lot for tuning in um wiki hunters and i'll see you guys next week